right, what's going on? Hey, welcome to the show. Kind of flying by the seat of my pants today. I said, screw the outline, screw all the extra effort it takes to try and get ready for a show that I'm never seem to be ready for. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I've worked at it so hard that I'm just like, ah, screw it. If they like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. Huh. What a way to open up a podcast, right? Aaron, let me stimulate you by talking about I don't give a crap about what you think. You know what that is? That's setting them, setting my intention. See, like you, I, I struggle. I struggle like everyone else. I have this big cloud over me that represents what people think of what I'm saying, right? You know what I'm talking about. You you look at Facebook and you feel bad because someone's doing something or apparently lives some sort of life you can't seem to create in your own existence, right? And you're like, man, I suck. Yeah, that's how I pretty much wake up every day. I wake up every day not feeling satisfied whatsoever, and granted, I, I have every reason in the world to be satisfied. I have a, a great wife. I have great kids. I have, a, I, have, I have a world of choices. We live debt-free. We can live anywhere we want. The biggest struggle and the biggest burden we, I face on a daily basis is what to do next, right? Can you actually imagine that? I talk about uh, in the last podcast, if, you, if, if, if the two of you happen to listen to it, <laughs> if the two of you happen to listen to last week's podcast, I talked about this idea that you cannot, you'll never be truly happy and you'll never be truly content. And the reason that is, and the reason I believe that is, is because we're, we're hunter-gatherers by nature. As I said in the last podcast, there's a reason the caveman invented wheel, a wheel found fire, the Wright brothers invented the airplane, and it comes down to the fact that no matter where they were at that time, they couldn't find contentment in where they were, so they went off on some crazy-ass tangent, some crazy adventure. Kind of sounds familiar, don't it? And the next thing you know, the airplane was born, the wheel was born, we cook with fire, and I mean, the cycle just continues, right? So forget about it. As far as I'm concerned, you're never going to find contentment. What does that have to do with today's podcast? Well, this is going to be the, the missing link that actually explains that. And more than that, this is going to be your opportunity to actually figure out how to apply this, this flaw this hunter-gatherer thing that's so innate to all of us and how to focus that energy into shit where you're going, oh, that was pretty cool. You ready? All right, let's do it. Why does your life look like it does? I can tell you, but I want you to think about it. Why does it look like it does? Specifically, why do you own a house? Why do you have that car you do? Why do you do the things you do? If you really think about it, it's because of what you believe. The reason that uh, a guy who loves the ocean believes that a sailboat is the only way to live is because of what he's been taught, because of what he's been exposed to, because of the model he's set for establishing his own life, right? And I, I'm, gonna, I'm not a sailor, but I live in an RV, and I can tell you, you know what? I did the same thing, and, and actually, it's actually pretty cool. I mean, think about it. How many people do you know spend their entire day, most of their time, involved in some sort of creative, inspirational, self-awareness, appreciation dance the whole friggin' day? Chances are you're not. Are you dancing right now? Or are you sitting there going, I don't have time for this guy's bull crap. I got too many exciting, energizing things to do. That's not the case. 
In fact, my bet is the case is that at least once already today, you have thought about how you wish the day were already over, or you've daydreamed about what you would prefer to be doing. What concerns me or what baffles me is, so if you're engaged in something that you don't truly enjoy doing and you're thinking about what you would love to be doing, what's the plan to do what you keep dreaming about? How do you, how do you connect with that side of your life, that side of your thinking, that side of your adventure? You're over there mowing the lawn, you're thinking about mountain biking, but you're not mountain biking, you're mowing the lawn. You're thinking about golfing, but you're not golfing, you're pulling weeds. You're thinking about going to the boat, getting the boat out and cleaning it up before it completely deteriorates and spending a weekend at the lake. But uh, no, you're not doing that. You're fixing sprinkler heads or you're adjusting a doorknob or you're going through the bills trying to figure out what to pay and what you can extend out, right? You want to know why you can't spend your every weekend fishing? or every weekend playing golf, or you can't wake up realizing you are truly debt-free. You want to not want to know why that is the way or the condition of your life? Because you haven't chosen it. Because your value system is not based on what would actually make your life better. Because let's just face it, think about it. How much time do you spend in any 24-hour period in silence reflecting on who you are, what you think, what you believe, and why you believe it? I don't care what anybody says. You can tell me, well, you know, I make my choices. I chose my house because I, I love my house. Do you really? Does Does owning that house and all you have to do for that house feel as good as a vacation, a three-week vacation in the Caribbean or waking up every day knowing that you're working on the final pages of your book or you just created this piece of artwork or you love skiing or you're going snowboarding or, I mean, the list goes on. You know what you love to do. You've known what you've loved to do your entire life. As a kid, you love to ride your bike as fast as you can, jump as high as you can on the trampoline, go explore, be scared, survive. And then somewhere in all that, the transition occurred to all of those values being set aside. Now, where do you suppose those values come from? Those fun things that get us excited about what we do? They come from within yourself. You will never be more connected to the things you do than you are the things you choose based on what you love to do. And of course, therein lies the fallacy, right? Oh, you can't, you can't spend your life just doing what you love to do. In a way, you can. Think about it. I worked in a federal prison, and the last 10 years of my life were the most satisfying years of my life working in that prison. And the reason why isn't because of what I was doing. It's because of why I was doing it. It sucked to go into a prison and realize they're locked down, and you're going to spend the next three weeks feeding inmates through slots. You're going to spend the next three weeks standing in a housing unit monitoring showers as you let three guys at a time go down take a shower on your range, right? But the other side of it was by that time, by the time I got to the last part of my career, I'm like, I'm like digging. I'm like, you know what? I really, I think, I think I really can. I think I could probably like make a, make a difference in in these guys' lives. And the, the level of satisfaction, of course, the other side of it was all of a sudden I started looking at what I was doing for them and I said, well, why the hell wouldn't I do that for me? 
And that's when I started spending time with myself. That's why I started spending time meditating and asking myself questions absent of all the distractions. Because here's the, here's the reality. There's a reason we all seem to make the same choices. And when you understand the reason why we make those choices, it's a hell of a lot easier to start making better choices. You ready to learn how? All right, think about your average day. Think about your average day. You're running through your life. You're doing what you think you need to do and what you've set your course. How much information do you take in every day that directs your your focus on yourself? The, the phone, the information on the phone, the information on the phone is about what's going on in the world. And there's a underlying sales pitch there that you're missing out. Think about everything you see, all of our choices from the time you were born, actually. You, did, you We all say, well, you know, I chose a house. No, you, you did, I guess, specifically or technically you did. But let's face it, if you don't do anything else, if you are not going to have a conversation with your kids that says, hey, listen, before you go buying a house, maybe there's an alternative. Maybe you should consider buying a sailboat and spending the first few years of your marriage sailing around the Caribbean or exploring who you are, or just doing what you love to do. Because we know you love to sail. We know you love the water. We know you love adventure. If you find one of those ads anywhere that's associated with some aspect of life where it's where you're like, oh, hell yeah, okay, okay. Self-discovery is not on the top of the menu when you think about the advertisers you face every day, that barrage of information that hits you. Add that to the standard of modeling and comparison. Think about it. Why does your life look like it does? Well, because well, your grandma and grandpa's life look like that, and your mom and dad's life look like that, and your neighbor's life look like that. And even though we know debt is a bad thing, everybody's in debt because, well, that's what everybody does, though. So, right? What would happen if you changed the model? What would happen if you stopped looking at everyone else and then sat back in a quiet room and said, hey, Chris, what do you really like? Oh, I don't know. I got this crazy idea that maybe somehow, some way down the road, I can change someone's life. Maybe I got this idea that somehow or another, I will be able to extend my existence in this universe through the legacy that I create, right? So I wake up every day and I think about those attitude, those strategies. And the big thing is I want to be inspired. I want to learn, right? So what do I do? I eliminate, start eliminating everything out of my life that's a distraction toward those goals. I don't know if you've noticed I'm not on social media much as far as just sharing my life with you because my life isn't that interesting. I'm in the middle of creating stuff. I'm in the middle of creating a brand. I'm writing another book. I'm trying to get a license for something I may or may not even pursue, right? Where did I get all those ideas? I got them from me. I got those ideas from me. How did I find all those great ideas? I started taking time to ask myself questions and to vet the information that's being fed to me. Because let me just, here's the deal. And I'm going to say this, and it's, it's really difficult, and I don't understand why, but here's the deal. No matter what you do, I don't care. The question you have to ask yourself is, how does that choice impact the quality and the value I derive from my life because of it? Now, let's think about that. And... 
that $400,000 home. I believe truly, I understand completely that everyone needs a place to live, a shelter. But I got a $80,000 trailer and let's say you have a $400,000 home. Given the amount of resources, that is time and money that is consumed by that choice, by our, by our specific choices, we can make choices beyond that. Now, let's say your $450,000 house takes up 60% of your resources, both time and money, meaning you have to work and you have to spend the money to maintain and pay for that asset. You have 40% of your total net worth in time and money left. Now, on the other hand, when you take a look at my choice, I have a 41-foot fifth wheel, cost me $82,000, brand new. It clearly accommodates everything your big old house accommodates, plus more. You see, unlike your $400,000 house that takes 60% of your income and your time, my choice takes maybe 5%, 4%. And what do I get to do with all the rest? I get to go create adventures. I get to go pursue things that inspire me, do things that I truly love to do. And therein lies the difference. I don't want to break your heart here. I don't want to just rub it in. But you realize I am retired, right? That's what makes me such a formidable presence on social media. And that's what makes me so productive is that I've been retired since 2016. And aside from your standards, I have to pay an electric bill. I have a space rent where I'm at. I have internet bills that I have to pay, right? And certain accommodations that make my life better. I don't owe anybody. I don't have a contract or have to make a monthly payment regardless, right? I Everything that I spend is discretionary. I don't have to have the cell phone I have, right? You know what kind of freedom that gives me? Because such a small portion of my income and my time are consumed by my living arrangement. That is the capsule from which I launch my life. Those resources are available to me to do other amazing things, to experience other aspects of life that I wouldn't otherwise experience. I don't know. Here, let me ask you a question. Do you know what it's like to actually get an idea in your head about something you may want to buy? And regardless of the price, within reason, you're thinking, well, yeah, I guess I could. You know, we always fight that. And that's the downside to stepping away from a conventional life and, and self-centering your, your focus. When you stop listening to all the noise and you stop comparing your life to those around you and you just sit back and you say, wait a minute, I, you know, I kind of like fishing. I think I, I think I like fishing. Why aren't I fishing? I think we should fish more. And you have a conversation with the people that, that you love and you say, hey, listen, I don't, I think, don't think we're fishing enough. And then you're thinking, well, you know, I'm really working hard. I got to work hard to earn money. Why am I spending my time not fishing? That's the, that's the essence of this whole conversation. It's kind of like this. Let's say you're a college student. She's 17, 18 years old, and she's heading off to college. And in your infinite wisdom, you think, well, we got to get her a dually one-ton Dodge diesel. Obviously, that's like, why would you do that? Why would you get your 18-year-old kid a, Dodge, a one-ton Dodge diesel to drive to college to hang out with her friends in? That doesn't make any sense, does it? Now, keep that image in mind. That's the same as what the guy who loves fishing or the guy who loves golf or the guy who can't get enough hiking 
is basically doing when they know they love fishing, golf, or hiking, and then they go in debt for 60% of their income and probably 80% of their time so they can spend the next 30 or more years of their life working, doing things that have nothing to do with fishing, mountain biking, hiking, or any of the things they love. I had a little bit of validation today because, you know, I mean, it, I, I, say, I said it's the up and down thing, right? You you never feel satisfied with what you're doing no matter how you do it. And, of course, this is a real tough topic because, let's face it, you believe that your house is the, the end-all, beat-all solution, whether it is or not. I mean, that's the message that we've been taught. That's what we've learned. That's what we see in examples around us. So I get why you're over there going, I don't know what the hell he's even talking about. Who the hell wakes up every day excited about their life? There's got you got to work, right? <laughs> but I got some validation. I got some validation because I'm my Sandy and is just she watching tiny home videos on YouTube, right? And I'm sitting there and I'm listening to this one gal today and she resonated with me. She's talking about a simpler life. She's talking about a life without so much stuff and so and and an increase in experiences, an increase in opportunities. That's really what's at stake here. And I guarantee you, if you're looking outside yourself and you're following the story of everyone else and what success is and it looks like debt and a big house and a whole bunch of crap you don't truly love to do, it doesn't impact me. It's your choice. But the reality is you're missing out on the opportunity to do more of the things you love. You love, if you love skiing, you should be skiing. If you love water sports, you should be hanging out on the lake. If you love kayaking, exploring, writing, painting, I don't know where that fits. All I know is that if you're following the narrative, the standard American dream, this is what success looks like, I guarantee you're not waking up nearly as happy as you could be if you were just saying, I don't know, let me think, what does Chris want to do? Well, I want to do another podcast. I want to really get that book done. Right now, I'm I'm taking a test. I mentioned it earlier. I'm taking a test, but I'm really fighting this bad boy because, let's face it, this is a hell of a lot cooler than what I'm trying to do. A lot more inspiring. It, it's not difficult for me to say, hey, listen, Sandy's going to go do yoga. I'm going to get a podcast done, right? So, I don't know if I got the point across, but here's the deal. Number one, you're never going to be happy. Okay. It's not about happiness. It's not about contentment. It's about accomplishing or about accomplishing goals based on who you are. It's about spending time engaged in activities that inspire and energize you. And energy and inspiration are a whole lot different than happiness. I'm feeling inspired right now as I talk to you. I'm just feeling inspired because I feel like, well, you know, I'm okay with where I am. If you don't like it, turn it off for God's sake, right? There's, there's something liberating about that. But I'm not happy. I mean, I've battled this for now 20, 30 minutes, haven't got anything done. But the point is you keep trying. And why do, you keep, why do I keep moving forward? It's because I, it's part of who I am. I have this big picture that it's going to happen, right? It just has to happen. You got to keep grinding at it. And that's what we're talking about here. When you're pursuing things that are connected to who you are, it isn't always fun. It isn't always amazing. There are times when you wake up and you go, what the hell am I doing? But in the end, the key is that you always find the energy to return to that thing. You always... Or you're always able to muster the energy it takes to go ahead and say, all right, baby, we're going to do this again. I'm going to learn how to snowboard, <laughs> right? I'm going to climb. We're going to climb this 14er. I don't care how tired we get, right? That's all I'm saying. 
And the point is you're not going to find those type of ideas and those type of connections to the things you do from the blueprint we've all been given. I'm sorry. The American dream works for bankers, realtors, uh, appraisers, and a whole slew of people. But it doesn't have anything to do with waking up energized and excited, which, in spite of what most people believe, you can do. The question is, will you? Oh man, I tried not, I tried for it not to be an astronaut, but it kind of turned into one, didn't it? Hey, listen, I'm really glad you showed up. Um, as you can see, I'm kind of just kicking it. It doesn't matter to me. Um, this is all truth. I'm not asking for anything from you. I'm trying to give you something. I'm trying to give you the opportunity to reevaluate your life, life and just ask yourself, you know, based on what I enjoy, what inspires me, why am I making these choices and how can I improve some aspect of, aspect of my life? I, I work hard at this, but it just doesn't feel like a job. It just feels like an opportunity, right? I'll get there. If you stick around, you'll get to be there with me. Hey, listen, wake up every day energized, excited about your life. Make sure that you're finding things that actually inspire you. Go back to the old playbook. Think about what you did in your relationship when you first started dating. Want to add some fire to your life? Forget about all that other stuff and just be a better person. So I'm going to keep going. I hope you'll join me next week. Don't forget to share, like. I am the RV Survival Guy on TikTok as well as Your Best Life Defined uh, on the podcast. I have the podcast too, so be sure you tune in. Don't forget to check out the book, Living and Traveling in an RV. If you're thinking about breaking away from all that crap and trying to downsize your capsule so you have more resources to live your life, I applaud that and I can help you with that. So, till next time, my name is Chris Jaquez and this is Your Best Life Defined. <laughs>